Hey y'all, the Fallen Podcast is an Augusta University and Georgia Cyber Center production. Thanks for tuning in. Things are about to get wild. At Augusta University, we want you to unlock your fullest potential. And that includes you being the healthiest version of yourself. JAG's Live Well is an initiative created to promote a lifestyle of holistic wellness. And holistic wellness, especially students' mental and emotional well-being, is very important right now, given the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. As part of the University System of Georgia's Mental Health Initiative, we've expanded our offerings. In addition to the incredible resources already offered at Augusta University, we've introduced a comprehensive wellness hub an after-hours 24-7 support line, and an after-hours psychiatry prescribing opportunities. For more information on these resources, go to augusta.edu slash jagslivewell. Welcome to In the Wild. Each week, we're catching you up with all things Augusta University with our most trusted and wildest voices on campus. Here's your host, Rayshawn Ricks. What's up, y'all? I'm Sean, and welcome back to In the Wild. I'm actually doing pretty sad today because it is Ania's last time as our co-host. I'm sad. I know. Like, when you press the record button right then, I almost kind of teared up. It was a little emotional for me. Like, this semester has flown by so fast. Like, I think you said we did, like, 16 episodes. Yeah, like 15, 16 episodes. And it doesn't feel it like that. It does not feel like that at all. If like I'm tired, so it does kind of feel like it, but just <laughs> no, as fast as we have as fast as we have moved, it doesn't feel like I've I've caught up. Yeah, it definitely doesn't, but like ugh, I cannot complain. This has been it's been busy, fast, but yet fulfilling. If that's, I could summarize it. That's good. I remember last time saying like how happy I was because I've been so busy uh and have been able to give uh, as much attention outside of the, the studio. Oh, I can't speak because I'm emotional. Outside <laughs> of the studio. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that you've had a positive experience and that you've learned what you needed to learn and did what you needed to, to do. You've been successful in my book. But just to kind of go into it a little bit more, like what did you think of your time here on the podcast? Like <laughs> from how you started from to now, like how do you... How did you feel going in and how do you feel now? I was so nervous because I felt very like I wanted to be the best, but I also felt underprepared and not ready. Like anytime I start something new, I always have this mindset like I should know how to do this. I should know how to do it all. But like I got I guess I forgot like an internship. Yes, it is to show what you know, but it's also a time for you to learn. And so I think in the beginning, I kind of like was so hard on myself and not allowing myself to learn because like I was telling myself I should know like remember one of the first episodes we did I actually can we stop the recording because yeah. I messed up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like no we just got to keep going because we're going to edit it out because it's easier to edit out you know edit one episode than like five different parts so I had to kind of like tell myself and also I just got more comfortable with the mic you know just being myself more um, I beca- became a better writer. I remember I would ask you for your feedback on the um, preview articles for the podcast. <laughs> like, hey, Rayshawn, how does this sound? Yeah, it sounds good. But you need to work on your AP style. 
And I feel like I've kind of gotten better. I mean, most people say like the AP style book is like a Bible and you will never like learn it all. So, but I feel like I've, I've gotten better with learning it. Let's see what else. Oh, I've learned like wording with captions on Instagram. You can <laughs> with that, like how to reach more people. Um, being more creative with content. This was the first time I've ever gone live on Instagram ever. Cause you know, we, we did monthly Instagram lives. So this, um, internship was a lot of firsts for me, a great learning experience. Like I think I got a good experience with all, everything you can, well, not everything, but a lot that you can do in the communication field. And you are really good. I, I will, call you my mentor oh because like you've really just held my hand even though we you know you've been busy you really have given me a lot of good advice and I know I can take that advice with me you know going forward and that's definitely going to help me with um you know the next phase as far as like my career and everything and I really appreciate it so much I'm not gonna <laughs> cry I'm not gonna cry somebody's cutting the onions <laughs> someone's so. chopping onions right next door yes but this has been an awesome semester for me. Like, I really feel like I have a better idea, a clearer idea of what I want to go into after graduation. And you'll be graduating in the fall. So how do you plan to spend your last semester at AU? So um, I recently got offered a position for a summer internship. Ooh, congratulations. Thank you so much. So hopefully that internship will turn into a full-time job for me. But if not, I do have another internship lined up. So I'm hoping... Oh, booked and busy. Yes, booked and busy. So I plan on just interning more this upcoming semester um, and finishing up my last classes towards my degree and like just preparing myself for adult adulthood um, more like maybe even looking to buying a house soon. who knows or Ooh. investing big money yes because I really want to start on these things early because I always tell myself work hard now so you can play hard later mm. so I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice and put in the time now rather than later that makes sense like I didn't have the first internship uh, when I was getting ready to graduate. I had a lot of student leader ex student leadership experience, which I think kind of balanced it out for me because when I graduated, my resume was full. It just wasn't full of communication experience. <laughs> uh, all I knew was AP style, and that was oh, yeah, in design. Like I knew I could I could come up with a little little graphic, uh, <laughs> but that was about it. That was about it for me uh, when I graduated. Yeah. But Seeing like how you are applying to all these internships, you secured not this one but another one, and then I guess now a third one. Like, I'm oh wow, you. I didn't even. You know what? Now that you said that, I'm like, I'm thinking like, whoa, that is three internships. That's a lot. That, that's that's a lot, and you're part of like the Communications Honor Society, right? Yes, um, Lambda Pi Eta, Vice President of Tossin. Let me not to my horn, but. <laughs> I am a part of a lot on campus, but it's been helpful to me because I've been able to meet and network with a lot of people. Um, and this was also the semester where I just became more involved. Like, you know, as you guys all know, I'm a transfer student. And like when I first got here, I would stay in my apartment a lot. I wouldn't really go out. 
Um, but this semester, I was like, this is my senior semester. I need to get out. I need to meet new people. I need to talk to people because I don't want to leave Augusta University and reg- regret not meeting great people and, you know, not really making it a meaningful experience because my parents tell me like, yeah, you you need to, because when you get older, you're going to be telling your kids like, yeah, when I was in college, I did this <laughs> and da, 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 because they be telling me the same thing. So like, I want to have that experience too one day when I start a family. So yeah. And one thing that um, always kind of like irritated me was hearing or seeing people just like go to class and go home mm-hmm. and then you talk to them like, hey, why don't you, you know, go to events? Why don't you get involved? Like I see you every now and then or I don't see you. Like you really just, I only see you in class. And they're like, you know, oh, because uh, that's the university lane. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing to do here. Da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, well, what do you like to do? Like, like you know, and then they say the same basic stuff that, you know, anybody could do anywhere. And it's mm-hmm. like, you could do that here. You just don't. Come when the events are being held or you ask them, like, okay, if you could plan an event for the school, what would you do? Or if you could get like, what would it take to get you involved? And then you, you know, listen to them and hear what they say. There's stuff that we're literally already doing. They Mm -hmm. just are. Don't know. They just don't know because they are so convinced that the school is only here for academics. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more you can you can do. And. From our different experiences, like you are very involved in the communication department. You're Mm -hmm. very career oriented and you've done so many things to really like have a strong launch pad when you do walk across that stage in December of 2022. Just going to manifest how amazing amazing that moment is going to be for you. Um, But then on the other hand, for me, I was not in the comm department at all. Like I probably walked in that office a few times I could probably count on one hand uh, But I lived in a JSAC Lived in a JSAC Worked in a JSAC And did so many things in that building And for campus that It was easy for me To get eight. Well it wasn't easy because uh, I was trying to get in the field but it just didn't work out <laughs> My first try But uh, I remember When I got my first job The first thing that My supervisor said when I saw that you were an orientation leader and you were a student body president, she's like, I knew we had to have you here. Oh, wow. And, she, and she's like, I knew you had the personality. I knew you had the the skill set and didn't have to read anything else mm-hmm. on your resume because I knew that those are two things that uh, that meant something. And so I was like, wow, like, dang, that, that makes me feel good to hear that uh, someone else, like outside of campus, someone, you know, holds that uh, special to them And so For those listening Regardless of What you do on campus Really just getting involved In anything mm-hmm. Can really kind of Set you up for What's to come next Yeah see it's not all about What you do in the classroom A lot of it too Is what you do Outside the classroom Cause like And we kind of Touched on that a little bit Or this On another episode You know A lot of people I guess when you go into a platform job or even an internship, they expect you to make A's and B's in the classroom. They, they, your professors expect you to show up on time. The people who you're going to be asking to vouch for you, you know, they, they expect you to do well. Um, the, the people who are interviewing for the, for your, the job you're applying for, they want to see as well, what did you do outside the classroom? Like, yeah. how have you been impactful? 
because you have you're competing against other people who probably have a 4.0 GPA. But what separates you from that person is, you know, how does it how what how does what you do um, distinguish you? You know, like what were you involved in? How were you impactful? You know, what made you stand out? And I think this semester I kind of like found I kind of found my calling. I'm sorry, I can't talk. It's been a long day, <laughs> but I found my calling. I found my niche. I just kind of figured out what I liked and I kind of stuck with that. And I just kind of like found my identity and. That's what I've learned to don't be don't be like anybody else. Be yourself, you know, try new things and see what you like. One hundred percent. And like I always tell uh, upperclassmen, like, yes, your grades are important. But if you're looking to get a job right after you graduate, people aren't looking aren't checking for your GPA. Mm-hmm. Like it's true. C's do get uh, degrees. degrees. And after you get that degree, People aren't checking of, okay, why in this class you only got a C? Or why in this class you... No. Right. People, um, because I've helped hire people, uh, and I guess technically I have hired people with this internship, but I don't really really count that because it's not as uh, deep as some of the other search (laughs) committees that I've been a part of. But, like, the biggest things that we look for is, okay, does this person... uh, match all the qualifications that we need for this job and would they fit on our team Mm. like so personality and skill set are the two biggest things grades is not something that comes up in the conversation Mm -hmm. uh so if you literally have the technical skills uh soft skills to do a job well and if people like your personality well enough to just like feel like you're a good fit for the team or the team that they're trying to build like you're always going to be a strong candidate for whatever job you apply to. Yeah, most definitely. And then also, like, having the willingness to learn. Oh, yeah. Because if you're not teachable, like, nobody's going to want to hire you. Because, like me, I don't know it all, but I have the attitude to learn and be humble enough to say, like, I don't know, but I would love to learn. That's one thing I have to remind myself and get comfortable with is, like, even though though you graduated, you're always going to be a student. (laughs) Like and I and I've always loved learning. Like I'm, I'm a big like fun fact person. Just like outside of outside of work and stuff. But um, just when it comes to technical skills, there's always going to be something new for you to learn. Uh, and that's why I decided to apply to go to graduate school to learn some more stuff and kind of just uh continue just being a lifelong student. Mm-hmm. And I think uh being here at the university because it's the perfect place. Being in higher ed, continuing education. Mm-hmm. It works out. Yes, most definitely. But what's really exciting to help us kind of continue the feels that we're trying to get into is a very special person coming up next because this person you will be hearing at a very big event that's happening. And I want to say this speech is going to be epic. It's going to be lifelong. I'm just hyping it. I'm just hyping it up. We're, we're going we're gonna to see how it pans out, but I know it's going to be great. I know it's going to be great. So stay tuned to learn more, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Wesley Walters, a third-year medical student at the Medical College of Georgia and the author of the children's book, The Virus That Came to Town. My book tells the story of Monica, Marshall, and their family as they experience a virus. They try to escape the virus, but are unsuccessful. 
After they followed the tips and tricks of their neighborhood doctor, they kicked the virus out of town. The goal of this book is to educate and empower children on what to do during a pandemic and how they can work together to heal their community. It also features a catchy hand-washing song that for better or for worse, will get stuck in your head. Along with helpful tips on what to do during a pandemic and a great hand-washing song, the book also features multiple messages of equality and inclusion. This book speaks to and inspires people of all backgrounds. You can purchase the book, The Virus That Came to Town, at my website, thevirusthatcametotown.com. Welcome back, y'all, to In the Wild, and we are celebrating the end of the semester. It's been a great one. It's been a busy one, very productive in so many different ways. Uh, But here today to get us excited for the actual graduation ceremony happening this week is not only holding the title of Mr. Augusta University, but he is one of our three commencement speakers. So give a warm welcome to Zaire Orr. Hey, Jags. <laughs> How's it going? Good. It's been, you know, a busy week. The end of the year is probably the busiest season for event-wise. So I've really been running, running, running. But it's, you know, exhilarating because it's kind of like being a senior, I'm going to like my last of everything. So like my last mm, yeah. send-off, last Takeover Tuesday. So it's, it's, I'm enjoying it, definitely. It's like a bittersweet moment for you. Yeah, but I'm like, I'll be back. Y'all not going to get rid of me that yeah. easily. <laughs> But congratulations on being selected as one of our commencement speakers. What made you you. decide to apply for that? Okay. Originally, I wasn't going to do it. Really? I was in the mindset that, you know, I have been kind of like everywhere as far as media and platform-wise with AU. So I was like, you know, I want to give somebody else a chance to like take the platform and then um, Dr. Davies and a couple of my friends approached me and they were like, Zaire, no, you got to do it. And so, <laughs> and this was like the last day and I was procrastinating and we were like the last night of, my friend came over, she was like, Zaire, we're doing this. And she came over, she brought the, her camera and everything. We took the video. And then once I submitted it, I was like, you know what? I I think I did, I did want to do that. I just didn't know how bad I wanted it. And then while Aww. I was thinking, it was like, you know, I've met so many of the seniors here Mm -hmm. and you know just heard their stories just like through the events and connecting with them and I was like yeah I don't I felt that I'll be best able to like portray all of our stories in the speech like just because I'm that connected with so many people in our class so I love that (laughs) because you are very well known like every time I go to an event I always see you I'm like hey Zion what's (laughs) up so like I would love to hear you like speak at a commencement of the um, graduation Thank you. I would love to hear that Because like You just have that persona About you Like you <laughs> have you. a story For like everything So like To be able to like Tell a story That a lot of seniors Can relate to I think you definitely are Thank One you, of the man. best picks For the commencement speech My goal Okay my goal This isn't for me But my goal is To get people to cry Yes. I don't want to cry on stage. That's not, I'm trying not to cry on stage, (laughs) but my goal is, you know, I really want to wrap my, I want people to be able to feel my experience at AU. So, what does it mean uh, for you to be selected by your peers? Because with this process, you aren't just, you know, oh, chosen, but you're voted on. Yeah, it was kind of, I was grateful. 
I was like, because like I said, I did think people like, especially my class, they got tired of like seeing me everywhere. But to know <laughs> that, you know, they, you know, they thought I was the best man for the job to represent them. It was our honor. Like, you know, I really do care about almost each and every, every each and every person in our class. So it was like for y'all to allow me to do this, like I'm very grateful. So how do you feel about the speech? Are you nervous? Are you uh, very like <laughs> you know, I set high expectations for myself and it's kinda like I'm in writer's block right now and I move very fast. Like I'm always doing something. So for me to actually get like that potent like writing, potent like what I want to portray, I'm gonna have to slow down. And it's kinda hard to slow down when you got finals, events, and everything. So I'm really just gonna have to like set aside a time to just clear my head and just reflect on my experience here and just, you know, be able to like portray that in words. Like it's definitely gonna take a couple drafts, but I think <laughs> I can do it. Like <laughs> And how do you feel about starting a new chapter? Because you are, in fact, graduating. Look, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of nervous. Like, I'm fair. graduating early. So, yeah, I'm originally class of 2019, but I came here with a bunch of dual, dual enrollment credits. So I'm graduating early. And freshman year, I was like, yeah, I'm about to zoom through college. I zoomed through high school. Let's do this. Now I'm like, okay, slow down. Because, you know, I think graduating early and just being, like, uh, so aggressive, like, my classes and my next step, it's made me f mature faster, but I still don't know if I'm mature enough for, you know, what comes after graduation. Like, I still definitely think I have, you know, a lot more growing to do, and I just, you know, it's here. I don't have a choice. You got to grow. <laughs> like, so, you know, just a little nervous, but I think I can handle it, like. So you say your class of 2019 high school? Yes. Me too. What? I didn't know that, Zaire. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> okay, I went to an early college high school. I did I did do enrollment too, but see, you must did it your junior year. I started doing enrollment my sophomore year. Sophomore? Okay, see, I did it like going into my senior year of high school. So that's why you're graduating before me. Okay. Well, well I was supposed me. to graduate last year. Two oh, years okay. early. But I'm in the honors program and we have to do a um honors thesis. Mm -hmm. And because I came here, because I was leaving so early, you need at least three semesters to complete your thesis. And I was only in my second one. So I had to end up extending my graduation date. And um, because I did that, I picked up a minor in Spanish as well. I was like, you know, get the most out of it. I have Zell Miller. I'm like, they're paying for it. So, <laughs> you know, like, so yeah, I decided to like get the most out of it. But I definitely feel you on like after graduation, you feel like you are maybe a bit immature post-grad because mm -hmm. I definitely feel that too, because it's like, I'm going to be graduating at 22, when, at 22 years old. Right. So it's like, oh my gosh, like I know some adults will probably still consider me a baby. Yes. So I definitely feel you on that. But like, what do you do, I guess, to kind of like... Or what do you? What will you do to kind of prepare yourself to go into like okay. adulthood post graduation? I'm all about growth, mm -hmm. so I love like um, surrounding myself with like not older people, but people that are maybe in a position where I want to be, or just mentors in general that I can build on from their experiences and their knowledge. Like Dr. Dukes, I went to her <laughs> office probably every day <laughs> and you know just gathering from her like just getting information and getting knowledge she's always willing to like uh, mentor us or prepare us for the next step I um I'm a lead mentor in the African-American male initiative they're always preparing us for our next step so I just make sure that I have the information to grow and most of the time they'll give us the tools but it comes with experience but at least now I'll know what I can use or what I need to use in order to like propel me forward so well that's good and from my experience, I graduated and I was very unprepared. Like, mm -hmm. 
I thought I wanted to go to grad school at first, but then at the last minute I decided that I just wasn't ready for it. I prefer like a break. Uh, so yeah, I was like, okay, well, I get to the job and resume wasn't updated. <laughs> no, uh, it was only like right, you know, month of graduating, didn't apply to a single job. Like I was like, just we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But I think it's great for uh, you to just kind of give yourself that break. Like yeah. uh, you kind of mentioned earlier that you were considering maybe taking a gap year or something yes. along those lines. And especially if you graduated early, like take your time. Yeah, I'm definitely, okay, I applied to medical school this cycle, but unfortunately I didn't get in. Okay. But I was like, you know, maybe it was for the best. Because looking back, um, well, looking ahead, I definitely think, I don't think I would have been able to handle the rigor uh, just right now, just because, you know, senior year is hard, just rushing through college, that has been very strenuous on me, especially with being a student leader. And I needed a break. Like, there's no way I could, you know, go a thousand percent and then just go right back a thousand percent next Literally. fall. Yes. Yeah, like, I definitely think it was needed. So maybe it was just like in the cards, like just like, slow down for a minute and then this year I'll be able to get the maturity, the growth I need to be able to, you know, handle that next level. Cause med school is not easy. Mm-mm. So it's not, it's not. It's not so I gotta week. be, you know, in a different mindset to take that on. And it's great that you have that foresight to uh, like know what you need and be comfortable taking care of yourself and doing yeah. what you need. Cause I know some people that will still, you know, Oh, I need a break. I need a break. I need a break. But they still don't give themselves a break. <laughs> so, it's glad, so I'm glad to hear that you're you're comfortable with at least giving yourself that time. I definitely used to be one of those people, though. Really? Like, I was like, yeah, I was like a break. When a break comes, it never comes. Yeah. <laughs> As I you continue to too. fill up your schedule. Right. You <laughs> right. know? <laughs> um, and what would you tell like a new or not new, but a student entering senior year? Like what advice would you have them? Because you've had a very interesting full senior year. Yes. Uh, what would you tell someone who's listening? I would say don't get comfortable. Okay. I know I was under the impression that, you know, senior year of high school, you were, it's kind of the weight is off. Like you're just yeah. graduating. I thought senior year of college is going to be pretty similar. No, I'm fighting for my life every <laughs> class. Like, so, and I think uh, it came with. fighting for my life. Yes. Like, come on. Like, I was like, y'all just don't want me to walk across the stage, do y'all? And right. Because, no, like, it literally, like, the rigor kicked up. Like, it was really, like, every class, like, no, I need to study. I have to do this. Like, I got to be on my P's and Q's because, you know, they're not, there's no leeway. And I think any more senior writers definitely started hitting last summer before I even got, (laughs) you know, before I was even a senior, like, for real. So I was like, you know, my best advice would just be be vigilant. Like, you know, there's always, especially with all these factors coming in, if you're applying for grad school or you're trying to figure out your next steps, you can't really afford to get too comfortable until literally the end, until yeah. you're done. So, yeah, just definitely be vigilant and, you know, just take it head on. Like, go ahead and finish out this last mile 100% and you won't regret it. Like, I 100% agree because uh, for me being a student leader as well, like, I didn't have time for senioritis. I didn't have right. time. There's to, no like, time. Little, like what you said, like, I didn't have time to slack off. Like. I had to be a part of things I had to be a part of, and I had to graduate. And neither of those things would allow me to just be like, yeah, I'm not going to class. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah, I'm just, yeah, just going to get Fs. Like, yeah, I'm just, uh-uh, no. I don't see how people can do that. It's because, like, what's the point of slacking off at the end when you've, like, 
if you work so hard in the right. beginning, because like literally this is time to, you know, apply for internships, really put yourself out there. So this is your time to like really exactly. give it your all. But I definitely feel you on like the difference between how senior year was in high school mm-hmm. versus college, because like in high school, you know, you can probably relate. I was doing dual enrollment. Right. So like I would be at home by like 12 p.m. in the afternoon when everybody else was mm-hmm. still in class. So mm-hmm. like I was chilling, you know, I kind of I finished, you know, high school before like everybody else did in high school yeah. before, you know, the the academic calendar, you know, ended. So now my senior year of college is like, dang, it's hitting me hard. Yes. Like I'm fighting for my life. Every, like, I feel you. I'm like in the pool screaming to somebody on the side, like pass me a floaty. I'm, I'm going to drown because like it's just hitting me hard. And I definitely feel you don't get comfortable. Don't slack up. Just keep going because yeah. it's definitely all going to be worth it. And I was like, I thought the rigor would decrease, I think, because I was like, I was like, I wasn't under the mindset, definitely not that I was going to slack off, but that, you know, the workload wouldn't be as much to where I would just be able to relax a little. They were like, no, Zaya, let's, let's up these chemistries, let's up these sciences, let's, you know, let's just kick it up. But, you know, it's, I wouldn't say I'm not enjoying it. I am. Because I think when you get to, I'm a chemistry major, and for a while, you know, I was kind of lost in my major. I was like, yes, mm. I'm learning, absorbing all this information, but it still was there wasn't it wasn't clicking as it like as I thought it should. And literally, I don't know, it was like this year, everything just started making sense. So even though the rigor was harder, the understanding, my understanding was better. So it was just like, okay, I'm a, here we go. The chem major is kicking in now. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Like. So the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Exactly. Mm, I feel you on that one. So yeah, if you are a high school senior or soon to be uh, joining Augusta University, please don't think just because you are entering your last couple of semesters, your professors are going to uh, consider that when they give right. you a raise. Because <laughs> in high school, they will. Yeah. But here, no, they do not. They don't care that you are a senior trying to graduate. If you don't uh, do what you're supposed to do, you or shoot yourself in the foot. Even for student leaders, it's no leeway. I think, especially CSM, like College of Science and Mathematics, they don't even know like what's going on as far as outside of CSM. Like <laughs> my professors, half of them didn't even know I was Mr. AU till we were taking really? photos downtown. I mean, on the health science campus, and I was in Crown and Sash, and they were like, "Oh." Or I think um, when they opened the new building, and, oh, they, yes, okay, yeah. and all my professors were there, and I was sitting right beside them. I was like, "Hey y'all, <laughs> <laughs> how y'all like, doing?" Right, <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like it didn't. They did not. It didn't register. And then I guess it was like from then I was like, "Look, I have events that I had to go to. It, I still wasn't missing class, but still, it was like if I'm stressed, my assignment is not on point. Like they normally are this class. This season is kicking up, but they were very understanding. So mm-hmm. yeah." And what would you tell a new student who hasn't joined us yet who wants to have an experience hashtag like no other? I would say scope first. Okay. I know a lot of people, when they come in, they want to do everything. Either they want to do everything or it's kind of overwhelming and they do nothing. So I would kind of go to events, meet people, see what they're involved in, and kind of get a feel for everything. And then if you have something or you've at least two clubs, I would suggest that first year that you get here, join them. 
don't even you don't have to have a leadership position just feel them out and then see what you like because i know a lot of students when they first come in they overload themselves they're in like mm. 30 clubs and they're not prepared for you know the rigor of college in general so they kind of get overwhelmed and then it's like they either they get turned off from activities of being a leader in general or their studies start to slack off so i would definitely say just scope it out take your time try and if you if you find your interests and go from there because everybody has their niche in college like they really do like you don't have to be in 50,000 clubs to mm-hmm. be an influential or impactful member on campus so literally and I would tell people that all the time like you don't have to be president vice president of a club you don't right. have to create your own club <laughs> or you know do all of this work to necessarily make an impact on right. campus honestly just being a solid member of a club yes. and just showing up to events and doing you know I don't I don't want to say basic stuff but like just being good at where you are not necessarily trying to get all these aspirations because i will say everybody does notice that one consistent member Mm. because college is so hard like and you know we're always doing stuff to where if you're if you're in that club and you're at the meeting every time we're like okay they're there every time like we need to kick it up or like they're very devoted and we do people do pay attention to that so yeah, because I know when I was in high school, I felt bad because I felt like I wasn't involved enough because I knew a lot of people who are a part of, like, all these clubs. I'm like, well, how y'all get your homework done? <laughs> like, when I get home, I feel like I don't have any time to finish my homework. And y'all part of all these clubs, president, vice president, secretary. But, like, when, one thing I learned in college is, like, you don't have to be, like, be in 50 clubs. But it's also important to be a part of organizations that align with like your career goals. Don't just join something because, oh, I want to join something so people know I'm involved. Like actually do your research and like you said, scope. Mm -hmm. See what you should actually like get involved in so you're not busy with nothing or busy with things that are irrelevant. Yeah, my freshman year here, um, I didn't get involved in anything per se, but I went to everything. Like I went to Mm -hmm. all like, if I knew there was an event, Okay. Anything that just like sounded fun, like I'm 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 gonna go to it. I'm a, I'm gonna ride that shuttle to take me wherever I gotta go. <laughs> um, and it wasn't even uh, the shuttle has advanced a lot since mm. the past couple of years. Oh. But um, <laughs> but because uh, it got some stories of, of our time on the shuttle. But um, it sounds like some missed classes, some late. <laughs> no, I, I could probably have a whole podcast on like things that just would go down on the shuttle <laughs> or on the way to class while you uh, you know on the shuttle like. So many things, but, um, but yeah, I, I think for me that, that would probably be my biggest, uh, advice to new students. Like, okay, if you feel afraid to join something this year, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You got, you got a little bit of time to, you know, get involved, get involved, but you can easily get involved by just showing up. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the crew does so much clearly. Uh, but then there's so many other smaller organizations, uh, and just like within the college, they do events like whatever, just. Once you look at the stall wall, once you, uh, you know, download Jag Mobile and all the stuff and get connected with what's going on with the university, you can literally just just go to stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you'll find your way just by uh, showing up and being present. You never know who you're going to bump elbows with. Yes. So last thing before I let you go, okay. I want you, I know you're still working on it, but can you give us a little sneak peek of what <laughs> we can expect from your speech? Okay. I would say you can expect a lot of vulnerability. Okay. I I didn't know this. Well, I didn't think this a lot. I guess the way I portray myself is, you know, I, I'm not really that open, I guess. Or I, like my experience here is just, you know, Mr. AU. But I 
before the title, I was definitely not who I am today. Like, really? I was that I was a homebody. I'm not gonna I can't <laughs> even I was too scared. I'm not even scared. I was just fearful of new people, new experiences, new environments. So I literally was like in the dorms, didn't leave, didn't go nowhere. Mm. Then as soon as I, you know, thought about Mr. Are you the first time I competed twice, um, COVID happened. So I was, you know, isolated even further. And then, you know, I came back and, you know, I had, when I came back, I had been through a couple of struggles, like a lot of struggles. Like, I mean, failed classes, you know, just, you know, hardships that really just made me like reevaluate a lot of things. And I think the way that people see like the results of what the work that I put in, they don't actually see like what it took. And mm, I'll have to, you know, show them that, you know, you're not alone. Like I'm not perfect. You know, nobody in co college is a rough time in general. Like nobody goes through this without any hardships. And I think I definitely will be conveying that in my speech. I love that. Cause a lot of times people see like the end product, but they don't see what you had to go, what you went through to get right. where you are. Yeah. And I love that. And I think I, I just, you know, I wish, I kind of wish I knew that was the persona I gave off earlier in events because I would have just broke down those walls immediately because I definitely don't want people thinking that, you know, I have it all together because no, nobody does. <laughs> nobody, nobody does not. And especially as far as being a title holder, I don't want the title to be portrayed as you have to be perfect to be a Mr. AU or to be commencement speaker. Like, no, come as you are and you make the role you're who you are. Like, yeah. On that note, I think that was so inspiring. We're just going to leave it, leave it right yeah. there. So thank you so much, Zaire, for getting us excited for graduation. It yes, will be happening. Thank you for having me. It will be happening Friday, May 13th. And you can live stream it and listen to his speech, his commencement speech, as well as the other uh, ceremonies going on. So thank you all so much. Bye. Thanks for listening to In the Wild. If you like what you heard, then give a nice rating and review to this podcast on whatever you use to listen to your podcast. To keep our conversations going, follow In the Wild on Instagram at In the Wild Pod and Augusta University on all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow me, your host, Rayshawn Ricks, at Rayshawn Ricks, to send me questions you want to see answered on the show. Tune in for new episodes every week because we don't want you to miss a single thing that's happening on campus. You can also find out more news at jaguar.augusta.edu. Until then, I'll see y'all next time. Stay wild.